Today, it's just you and me. I'm on my ranch, I've got my mic, and I'm sharing what's on my mind to help you become resilient and to tap into that hidden magic that I call your genius spark. This morning I'm here on the porch in my office. It's a little stone cottage built in the 1930s that we restored. It's on a bluff overlooking the Paluxy River. You can hear the cardinals in the background. There it is. I'm looking at the wild parsley it's got that white tips on it. It's grown to about four feet high to my right. I've been working with a client. There's a new CEO stepping into place. He's been there a long time. It's a company that has long legacy of employees. They've been on a very successful run, but they've shifted some leadership and guess what? The new leadership roles are finding that what really looked good on the outside, uh, the foundation wasn't so good. So now, with the new change, we're uncovering some weaknesses. And, and you can avoid having to deal with reality for a long time. It's kind of like debt. You know, you keep borrowing, and on the surface it looks good, and you look prosperous, and then all of a sudden it hits you. That's the same thing in our operations and the kinds of business we take on. It's busy. We've got cash flow going. We're staying ahead of the reality. Um, and then, you know, projects go for two to three years, five years in some cases. And then when you begin closing out a job, that's when you start seeing what did you really have. And that's what this company situation is in. All the leadership is coming together and I was working with one and like every leadership team, it's a lot like a family. You've got the authority figures, the parents, so to speak. You've got the siblings, and all the siblings are trying to vie for some kind of position. And I was talking about when you bring a team together and just sharing the very first stage of building a cohesive team is that trust. And I like Lencioni's version of trust and it's called vulnerability-based trust. In other words, the real litmus test when this group gets together as to where the trust is are two things. One, am I willing to share the problems in my backyard, the challenges, whether you're new or whether you've been there? And number two, does the rest of the team respond by coming to support that person? or begin throwing them under the bus, complaining how they're dragging everybody down. And that's a little bit of what people are hearing as the numbers are starting to come up. Now there's stages to get to that trust. 
The first one is we have to get over distrust. And this is fascinating research from a colleague of mine, Joseph Myers, who's been looking at the neurobiology of trust. And it's really changed the way I'm going into partnering because partnering, you do what's called team building and you get to know each other and you build all this rapport thinking we're building trust. But the very first thing is we have to overcome distrust. That's the instinctive environment. That's deep. That's the ancient brain's way of protection. And that protection is in place. He calls it the guard dog. And it happens no matter what new situation you're going into, you've got an eye to, okay, before I become vulnerable or take a risk, I need to make sure that it's calculated or I can count on what's going on or I'm really confident about what I'm here to do. And so that's why you see a lot of posturing <laughs> early in meetings with people. Um, I like to call it tail sniffing when dogs come around and they sniff to see who the alpha is. So distrust, that's the first thing we have to overcome. And we overcome that by um, making it safe, getting to know each other better, telling stories, journey stories about ourselves. And at some point in time, we find that we all have something in common. We're, we're in a common boat. And then once you get to that point, where people have this opportunity to share stories. And I've seen it here on the ranch where the first day is a little formal and then we walk in nature, we have some fun, we do some light background. I grew up here. We get to know each other through our strengths, go to dinner together, usually about day two, circling around together in conversation. We really start talking about What's on our mind? What do I hope for? What am I afraid going on? Where am I struggling? That, you gotta get to that stage or everything else is just managing distrust, you know, minimizing distrust. So we talked about that as the very first thing and that this first meeting, there's really no time to do that. There's a 90 minute section to quote for team building and building trust in a day, and it's all agenda-driven. And I shared that trust is a prefrontal cortex phenomenon. You decide, and you make a decision, and it's weighed based on all kinds of factors, your values, your needs, uh, the mission, your, your confidence in leadership, how people show up, are they transparent or genuine? All of those things get factored in when you flip the switch and start building on your trust foundation. High levels of trust is that you've built practice and you've practiced together. You've got to do that just like any professional team. And great trust, like in a football scenario, is quarterback throws it to a place and there's no player there and then what seems to be miraculously the player shows up well they've rehearsed it they rely on each other and then when it doesn't go well or they misread 
Then the other part of tr is rebuilding the trust. What do they do? Do they shout at each other? Do they get frustrated? Um, does the person who was open that didn't get the ball throw up their hands in the air? Or do they come back, look each other at, in the face, and work it out and say, okay, next time, here's what we do. And the teams that we have, we really don't have teams in the workplace for the most part. We have groups, like a golf foursome, <laughs> where we're all playing the game, same game, but we're all keeping our own score. And that's not a team. So he felt that was helpful context and also setting expectations because I'm not going to be there and I was helping some of the executives get the right, you know, do, do an ice breaking exercise and they were putting too much weight or expectation on what they were hoping to come out of it. And here, I just said, for 90 minutes, all you're hoping to do is just prime the pump, introduce people to a tool, um, begin to get some familiarity with each other. I said the real work has got to happen when you're not combining business with relationship building. Relationship building is right brain, business is left brain. You can't combine the two. So we have to separate those, either separation in the day or just a separate event altogether. And it has to be a more open-ended event. It can't be an agenda-packed event. And that's why people come here to the ranch. If you're wanting to really build a cohesive team, you come here to do that. If you're trying to check off the list and get strategic planning done or whatever it is, you can do that in a conference room. So anyway, those are some of my thoughts on the challenge of building trust. The first step is getting over the distrust. The second part is moving into the storytelling, the history telling. Then you get into the where am I at today? What's keeping me, what's holding me back? What keeps me up at night stuff? Then you're on the way to have that next stage, which are candid conversations with each other. We'll deal with that in another reflection. So this is Rex Miller from the back porch of my cottage, sharing some thoughts. Take care. <laughs>